Hey fans, it's Andy, and I want to take a quick second to let our listeners know about a really cool anime convention coming up at the end of July. Yes, it's Anime Iowa time. If you're an anime fan and can make it out to the Midwest, this is the convention for you. Anime Iowa 2016 will take place between July 29th and the 31st at the Coralville Marriott Hotel and Convention Center in Coralville, Iowa, which is right next door to Iowa City. General admission is $60, and it covers all three days of fun events. There's a ton of panels, charity events, cosplay, photo shoots, tabletop games, video rooms, a marketplace, special guests such as the creator of Excel Saga, Shinichi Watanabe, and much, much more. This year, myself and Josh will be attending, so come out and join in on the fun. Let us know you're coming by tweeting at us, at TuningJapanese, or starting a thread on our brand new Questionable Endeavor Network forums over at questendnetwork.proboards.com or over at questendnetwork.com. For more information, check out AnimeIowa.com. Welcome to Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dude guys in their 30s talk about anime. <laughs> dude guys? <laughs> Alright. Uh, okay. I can't believe what people are shipping. I'm Bill. <laughs> oh, we have lots of shipping going on this episode. Lots this and fucking lots big off. <laughs> of shipping. He's a fascist puppet of the state. Andy! What if I told you about downplaying my role as an educator, Bill? <laughs> Well, at least you're not a fascist puppet of this state. Oh, good, good, good point. Yeah, good point. yeah. I'd be going a... down with the ship. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get it, ship. And, yeah. And ah. speaking of going down, talking about being wired, it's Josh. Sometimes these intros work, and sometimes they're they're just I don't know. We'll see how this one ends up on the cutting room floor. Uh, uh, welcome everyone to Tuning Japanese. So how do they make me again. do them? I'm sorry, Bill. Uh, so it is time, folks, for a little bit of love. Love is in the air. Mm. Every time I look around, and uh, everywhere you look in this episode, it's all about love. In fairness, in my notes here, I was going to say that Josh was a little runt. Uh, oh, no, no, that's not runt. I'm uh, sorry. Oh, God. Um, so, let's move away from that, and let's talk about uh, let's talk about some nerd news, shall we? Sure, some nerd news. Nerd news! Yay! Yay! That's our nerd news song. Uh, so... <laughs> Who's got a nerd news story? I've got a little bit of something. Go for it. It's actually anime related. Holy shit, so, our, our news segment actually has to do with anime? So, I'm sure some of you have already seen this, because we did break it on our feeds. Breaking news! From two weeks ago. <laughs> well, you know. On the day of listening to this. The Rurouni Kitchen live-action trilogy has been licensed by Funimation and is going to be dubbed and brought over to us. And they are actually looking to do a theatrical release as well. Are these actually movies that exist? These are movies that do that have already been produced in okay. Japan. and Just need to be subtitled? Subtitled and dubbed. Oh, they're going to be dubbed too? Yes. Funimation does, does both, of course. Uh-huh. Even with their live action stuff. Oh, really? I didn't realize the live action. Okay, uh-huh. cool. I've not seen a whole lot of Roroni Kenshin. I mainly watched some episodes back when it aired on Adult Swim on Cartoon Network. Oh, that was on Adult Swim? Yes, yeah, so it was, on, it was, it was on, on Adult Swim. Swim. Okay. So I don't follow the whole story, but the issue that I have is that the live action translations to an anime product have not been so stellar. Most recently for me was the Attack on Titan movies. Ah, yeah, I heard those were really bad. Ah, yeah, I went and saw them in theaters with a uh, friend of mine at work, and we both were like... During work hours? No, no, no. (laughs) 
afterward. Okay. We, we, we saw the first one. Our thoughts were, well, we stepped in it. We might as well just keep walking through it. So we went and watched the second one the next week. Oh, really? They had both? Uh... Yeah, yeah, they had both. Oh. Um, over at the, one of the local theaters, gotcha. they showed the first one one week, and then the second one the second week, and it was like. <sighs> but that theater smelled good. Yeah. Uh, oh, it was not good. Kenshin, Kenshin is a is a good series. I've yes. seen a good chunk of it, and I really enjoyed what I saw. So I'm interested to at least see what they do with it. It's gonna be a three parter. Yeah. Bill, so, any thoughts on this subject? None at all. Okay. <laughs> nope. Not a thing. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Uh, your input, as always, is enlightening, sir. Uh, well, we'll we'll guess we'll find out when yep. it comes over yep. and ends up on the Funimation app, perhaps. Yeah. So, uh, my news this week. One of the things that I talk about on here a lot. Uh, two things I talk about a lot are Final Fantasy and and, and Twitch and streaming, and those two things collided. Not on my personal Twitch at Lemon Nerd Boy on Twitch. There is a Twitch channel, uh, RPG Limit Break, that uh, one morning when I was trying to find something to watch while getting ready for my vacation that I just recently got back from, uh, I stumbled upon, and they were doing a relay race of all of the Final Fantasy games. Yes, Final Fantasy 1 through 13, plus Tactics, plus Mystic Quest, plus 10-2, plus 13-2 and 13-3, all the games where they had a streamer ready to go. When the, when the game before is done, they start, and they timed it. They had two teams going head to head to see who could run through all the Final Fantasy games fastest. What about Crisis Core? Crisis Core not on was not on the list this time. No, not on the list. Dissidia? No. Was that the tiebreaker? No, no. Um, uh, I don't remember the exact time or which team won because I have not had um, complete internet access until today. But when I did check in the last time that I saw, it had already gone over eighty hours, and they were on the second to last game. So think about the entire series of Final Fantasy done in only like eighty hours. That's ridiculous. So if you want to check this out, uh, get on Twitch and check out that particular page, the RPG Limit Break, and you can actually find the entirety of their stream if you have 80 hours to kill. Or go through and find like your favorite Final Fantasy game and see how long it takes the speedrunners to get through that particular game. I just want to point out you give me shit for watching too much YouTube. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I, now, to be fair, I didn't watch all of this. I watched a good chunk of Final Fantasy 1 because I love that game. And then I tuned in again to watch a little bit of six, just because I never beat six, so I don't know the whole story. Uh, so I, I watched some of that as well. Dude, don't you know? Tara and Kefka get married. Wait, what? <laughs> that's how it ends. Oh, yeah, well, that's interesting. Kefka, uh, Kefka remakes the world into into nothing but mogs and if, chocobos. I know you're being facetious, but if that was true, I would be all over that game. That sounds amazing. <laughs> a whole world of mogs sounds amazing. So yeah, go check that out. It was actually a lot of fun, uh, the bit that I did watch. I'm probably going to go back and rewatch at least the end part, just to see how long they actually played, and which team, Team Mog or Team Chocobo won. So go check that out. You would definitely play Final Farm Simulator, wouldn't you? Yes, that's actually like Star Starview Valley or Star Stardew. I think it's called Stardew Va- Valley or uh, oh, what's the one that was on uh, the N- the SNES and such and uh, Harvest Moon. Harvest Moon, yeah, Harvest yeah, Moon. No, but I mean, if it had Mogs and Chocobos oh God, and... yes, oh for the love of God, absolutely. I would I would <laughs> milk those Mogs I... all day long. Whoa! <laughs> I was gonna make a Chocobo breeding joke. It's completely gone. Did I, did I step like over? A, like a moggle on the ass. Did, oh, did I? It's a moogle. It's, oh, it's a moogle. Did, did I step too far? All right. So, uh, Bill, any nerd news for us this week? I don't know if it's nerd news. Oh, my God. He's got something, Josh. But, he actually, he's actually going to contribute this week. Holy right. moly, All right, Bill, go. Thank you. Did you, uh, did you see the guy with the holes in his back from cupping? <laughs> like his balls? No. Like... Like, like, man, if you're if you've got holes in your back from cupping someone's balls, like you're doing it way too. No, hard. no, like taking the taking the cup and then putting the fire in it, making it stick to somebody's back. People you're, do it. You're putting candles on people's backs. No, you put the fire in the cup, you get hot air, and then put it down, and it suctions your back up into it. How does that even work? Science, Physics, motherfucker. Thermal mm, expansion. Can and, you explain it using D and D second edition magic terms to me? Um, you know, magic missile. Yeah? It's not that. Oh, okay. That makes sense, I guess. So someone got a stupid idea in their head to put fire in a cup, put it on their back, and expected not to have giant... hot air, hot air in the cup. The fire goes in there for a while to get the air hot. Okay, 
but they didn't expect to potentially have burn marks on their back. Well, in fairness, this wasn't a burn. Okay. Okay, so what exactly happened and why? Uh, apparently, the guy had a frozen shoulder. Okay, like As, like cryogenically? No, like like it was stuck. Oh, okay. Like, like the like, joints locked or Like my elbow. Like okay. okay, like your elbow. Um, that's from too much fisting. <laughs> no, that's probably steroids. He was using this to treat his range of movement issue. Okay. And in the process of it, it developed... He did it for like two weeks, I think the article uh-huh. said. And developed blisters. Okay, okay didn't right. stop? He Well, he stopped. He had his wife pop the blisters and rub his back. Oh, oh no. No, 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 no. Developed no. a bacterial infection oh, in the blisters. Yeah. Uh-huh. And now... Yes. Has these lovely black nasty holes in his back. Ah! Oh, Jesus Christ. No thanks. So. Oh, God, that's d- disgusting. Oh, man. Oh, so. Dude, d- it, it looks like a really bad, moldy piece of Swiss cheese. Oh, on my. Yes, yes, it does. On my drive home today, my husband showed me a picture from one of his medical books of a vagina with syphilis, and I think this is worse. It's pretty gross. It is disgusting. So if uh, if any of our if any of our uh, fans want to see this disgusting picture, maybe we'll post a link, and then you know once this once this drops, that way people will wonder like what the hell. What they will is. learn not to do cupping. Yeah, cupping sounds terrible. That sounds like a dumb idea. I I have to shout out one of my favorite podcasts. Okay. Here. Okay. Sawbones. Ah yes. Ah yes. Good old yes. Sawbones. Yes. They have a saying on that show. They do. Well, Cure alls, which cupping definitely falls under. Uh huh. Cure nothing. And I think that's what we've learned today, ladies yes. and gentlemen, that don't pop blisters on your back and get nasty bacterial Yeah, don't be a, yeah, come on. Don't, don't, don't be a dipshit. Thank you very much. Uh, <sighs> shall, shall we, shall we move Yeah, let's, on let's jump into something, something much more magical. Yes, wonderful. Love. Like the love between one female protagonist and another female supporting character. Robot. Yeah. That we, dies. We must, we, we, and will be reborn. Robot. Ro- <laughs> yes, robot. robot. Yes, we must, we must. With that thought, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to Yuri! Yeah! Yeah! Episode 16, Take Back Love. Well, we start off with the JC staff freaking out over running out of ideas. Yeah, they, this has become a running gag, that yep. they're not sure what to do. Right. To be fair, they probably should have made this a 13-episode anime instead of a 26. Nabashin and the other head honchos of, the, of JC staff have no idea what to do. The lead script writer destroys his script, says, I have no ideas, why don't we just put these two together? And flashes the pictures of Robot Matsu's 1 and 2. So, when I saw that originally back in the day, I was so worried that there was going to become a Robot Matsu 3, who was going to be even more annoying than Robot Matsu 2. And I'm really glad that's not the angle they Like went. they fusion danced into like, one Oh character. my god! That's um, totally what I thought they meant too. So, fans, if there's anyone that likes to draw, likes to animate, likes to likes to do fan art, that's your fan art job this week. Shock me by by doing this, someone, by doing Ropamatsu 1 and 2, doing the fusion dance and seeing what comes out of that. Shock him good. <laughs> or, tell us, tweet at us. What would come about from a fusion dance between Ropamatsu 1 and Ropamatsu 2? We'd love to read those on the air. Let us know at TuningJapanese or Facebook.com slash TuningJapanese. Are you done plugging? Uh, for now. All right. So, of course, we have get the stamp from Koshi Richter that it's okay. And the JC staff heads float through the air saying, all right. Yeah, and it kind of floated up, like, thrown in the air like a graduation cap. Fame song! Ah! So, we do our standard <laughs> opening. It's a at- long show. <laughs> So we come to the op- to the standard opening sequence of Excel Hyatt praising Lord El Palazzo in the across throne room. Yes, El Palazzo does comment that the combined Excel and Hyatt level of uh, greeting is both high and low tension, mm-hmm. and he begins to um, explain that across is seeing some success in their recent endeavors to unite the people under under one ideology as well as moving closer to taking over the city. So here's my question. One bomb at a time. Okay, because my question was, what successes? Like, where have we actually seen a true success in what they've actually done? Yes, they've kind of blown stuff up, but if anything, it's like, yeah, you killed those robots multiple times, but they keep coming back. 
multiple times. Is that really a victory? Maybe. I mean, Excel is really excited over yeah. this this unadulterated praise, and she begins to praise herself until she's oh, she uh, interrupted by Hyatt, who says that uh, good things make you forget the bad things. That is true. She should know better. Last time she praised herself, I think she went down the hole. Right. Well, Lord El Palazzo does say that there's progress in some areas, but not in others. Excel decides that she's going to demonstrate this by using such sayings as three steps forward, one step back, cat on a tire, walking the opposite direction of a escalator. What's a cat on a tire? I thought a cat in a dryer. Yeah, I was confused. I thought it was like cat on a, a blow. I don't know. I didn't know sure what the, she said. She talks fast. This yeah. is why I always watched both versions. Fair that's enough. not Fair a bad enough. idea. Well, that's why you. That's why I should watch the pop-up video version. Yeah, but you were kind of busy. That's true. I yes, yes, my job is safe. Fucking Overwatch. Nah. Pull so the rope scary. on both of you guys like Il Palazzo does ah! Excel. Excel comments that, well, wait a minute, there's no bottom. And Hyatt comments on the deeper hole. And uh, <laughs> El Palazzo does, does say that he hired some part-time help to make the hole deeper, which we see a bunch of poochies digging. Yeah, it and was a weird scene. It really was. It was very bizarre. So we cut to the... No. Hey, hey, Josh, have, no. you, have you ever hit bottom? <laughs> I really hope you have it. That would be bad. <laughs> that really <laughs> that, would, that would I got a bit coming. Hit the colon. I got a bit coming. A bit? A Bitcoin? A little bit. <laughs> yes, if you want to donate Bitcoins, please get a hold of us at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. And then also send instructions on how to use Bitcoins, because yeah. I have no idea how that works. Send us all your Bitcoins. <laughs> please. So, we cut to... No. No. Uh-uh. I am not... No, I am not commenting on, on the wrongness. Uh, not... Oh, oh! Shioji! <sighs> with ring... Shioji with the kids playing Ring Around God. the Rosie. Oh, Jesus You know, You notice Christ. in this episode there was a lot of um, rehashed animation. There's a scene of the Ring Around the Rosie twice in this episode and the same shot of him sitting well, there and not really moving. Well, there's only like three kids eyes. in that ring. Yeah, there are. Mm-hmm. So they, they did a... There's a lot of lazy moments in the animation of cutting corners and this is one of those moments where the only time you see shioji is sitting in a way where they can do the animation and loop it but never see his lips move that's true because he's covering yeah his but face. when she was freaking out and like in the opalazzo's throne room and she mm-hmm. turned all burnt mm-hmm. her shadow matched like she had like a really? weird, weird bitty crusty see, shadow so, and then it snapped back in the right when she turned back the right so, so I mean, the problem is they probably i mean obviously they're not animating in order so they might have the the really the front end stuff that they're doing that to make sure that the shadow actually fits exactly right and makes it that, that kind of real style that we like about Excel Saga where the art sometimes is really good. Mm-hmm. And then they probably ran to a deadline like, oh fuck, oh well, we've got like two minutes to fill here. Right. Quick, just replay the Shioji Re- bit. Yes, because that's what we need is more of Shioji. Oh, yeah. Anyways. Shioji is arguing with Kabupu over the fact that the Robomatsus are dead. Again. Blowing up? Not as effective. Not made well? In certain areas. Made in China? Like, like EOD. Just saying. Well, Shioji says that he will send up new versions and will have new personality parameters and all that great fun stuff. It'll be done in five minutes. And then he decides to play peekaboo with one of the children and it's actually a Puchu. And he shoots that Puchu, endangering the lives of the children because it's with a fucking bazooka. Dear God, I hope he dies from the back blast. Well, he won't, because it's over his shoulder. Sodomy. Fuck! No! <laughs> Explosions! It was point blank! In your back. Anytime you do that in an FPS, you're fucking dead! It's true. Building it all the time! Yo, that's, yeah, he did Red do that. Red Faction 3, remember? I missed that game. I am not good, but I have a force of nature. That is so You want me on your team. That is so true. <laughs> what happens next, Josh? Uh, well, uh, we cut to a... Uh, Speeding car driving down the street with the decal of Nobby Nobby Express. <laughs> we hear Excel and Hyatt emerge, Nob. quoting Nobby Nobby Express. No matter your damage, we deliver your package. Yeah. <laughs> Which package. is a okay. That's a good line. I like that line. That's about a great that. line. No matter no matter your damage. Well, and uh, Excel is shocked to find out that the packages that they're delivering is at their apartment building. Hyatt even points out that it's possibly because the animator decided to cut some corners, and we get a cut to the animation director. See? See? I told you they're cutting corners. Like, they even admit it in an in-joke. I love it. 
There you by, go. By adding additional art to the show. Yep. True. <laughs> of the art director who is beaten in a corner from like a boxing match. To be fair, later on when they're holed up in that building when I think they're going to get shot at by the people around them we're going to get there in a minute, there's a scene, I think, or no, I think it was in the apartment where Ropen Matsu is bouncing back and forth and Hyatt and them are just kind of doing the same thing over and over and over again. It loops for like a good minute and a half. Yeah, well... Maybe that's uh, something to comment on towards the end. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Anyway, so Exile tells the driver, who is Nabashin, to go ahead and unload the package. Nabashin says, all right, Trixie, and decides to push a button that's very reminiscent to a series of buttons that you would find on the steering wheel of the Mach 5, <gasps> oh, launching one... I get that one. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, Bill. I was talking over you. Please say that again. So I got that reference. <gasps> Gasp. <laughs> or... or Better yet. Oh! Oh! Oh, Speed Racer! I mean, I didn't, I didn't like it, but I got oh. it. Oh! Anyways, Excel freaks out because... Come on, little monkey man, I can't remember your name. Oh! Excel freaks out because the package was launched in the air, tries to catch it, and it crushes her because it's flipping huge! I thank you. So, we see the wood paneling uh, dissolve, and it actually looks like a cryo chamber where we see... Ropanmatsu number two is sleeping, dressed Ew. as a schoolgirl. Not, no, no, not, she's not doing number two while <laughs> sleeping. It's Ropanmatsu number two, little Ropanmatsu. Ch- Chibimatsu. And then she activates, looking like a school. God damn it, Chioji! Yeah, yeah, we, she goes full on schoolgirl. Yeah. They both, they both do. She immediately looks at Excel. We see that Ropanmatsu number one is also activated in a similar fashion, dressed in a similar similar way, and gaze lo- gazes longingly at Hyatt. It looks like they're imprinting. <laughs> she gazes at Hyatt. <laughs> well, well, she does, really. Well, well, well I know. She but definitely does like... gay at Hyatt. There's a lot of gay going on here. And there's here. a lot, lot going on here. Excel even makes the comment, you won't believe what these people are shipping. Yeah, I love the shipping jokes throughout. This is oh, good. man, great. Robomatsu number two attaches herself to Excel. Mm-hmm. Rather forcefully. Mm-hmm. Not as forcefully as we'll see later. Shattering her spine. Yeah. And Hyatt X-ray Comets. <laughs> yeah. But there, another great... Another combat. fun quote, though, is Hyatt watching Excel falling over mm-hmm. and saying that, commenting that she's dying, and Hyatt goes, and I dead, too. <laughs> and I did too. Did too. It was great. So we cut to the interior of Excel and Hyatt's apartment. Uh, they're sitting across the table from the Robot Monsters, and they introduce themselves as Excel, Excel, and Hyatt. This is the scene where we get a lot of reused animation, oh, or God. still animation. And they are just staring at him. Mm-hmm. And we get it kind of back and forth, them trying to... Okay, them. Excel, trying to get their names, until she finally threatens them. If they don't tell her their names, she's going to force them to dress as Sailor Scouts and be forced to star in the next episode. I like that. Going on to Animation USA, my episode for next week. Hyatt is quick to point out, though, the episode has already been completed, and they can't really do that. Wah, wah, wah. So finally, Excel annoyingly asks them their names and see if they heard them, and Ropamatsu number two begins to hyperactively bounce off the walls, declaring that she has heard Excel. She understands Excel. Excel is the greatest. Her forcefulness of words is so awesome. Oh my god, is Robomatsu number two trying to out-annoy Excel? Oh yeah, we get that throughout this whole episode, which is actually, honestly, one of my favorite parts of this episode. They both feed off of each other's ridiculous energy, and Excel seems like the rational one throughout this. Finally, the bitch knows how the rest of us have been feeling. What do you mean? I love Excel. Okay. Excel is great. All right, fine. The bitch finally knows how Bill has been feeling. Yo. That's fair. I'm sorry. I was drinking what? <laughs> Ropen Matsu is uh, more out- annoying than Excel. Yeah, no, totally. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Wow. We all agree on something. <laughs> this doesn't happen very often. So we get some more establishing banter between the Robomatsus and Excel, mainly about Menchi, because, mm-hmm. well, Robomatsu number two sees Menchi, says she's found a doggy mutt, and mm-hmm. begins cuddling Menchi, freaking the poor dog out. And Excel once again explains that Menchi is needed as the emergency food source. And then Robomatsu number one begins to ask if there's anything they can do, like uh, serve them burnt water that's flavored. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> Would you like some burnt water? water like what what tea oh burnt yeah, water duh, I, I, really i get that now or coffee or broth or oh no i didn't get that honestly 
When I think of burnt, I think of like toast. Toast. Uh, toast. Ladies and gentlemen, you have a glass. I do have a glass. Wait, 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 wait. Here we go. Toast. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, educating the youth of tomorrow, <sighs> Mr. Andrew, last name redacted. Ah, that's me. <laughs> so Excel begins to wonder, are the Robomatsu's going to be staying with them? And Robomatsu did say that they would need to stay at the apartment to integrate with humanity and they have their own apartment. Yeah. It's in the same building. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Which so. makes no sense. They probably forgot. They probably don't because they're new robots, therefore new entities, therefore not new the same memories, people yeah. who signed the lease. They That's, don't know that. And also, this was the this, maybe this all happened before the days of Wi-Fi, so they couldn't exactly upload their personalities into the cloud and put it into the new uh, unit. <laughs> you said you said <laughs> units. <laughs> you, said put, you said put it in. Uh, hmm. That does look like that Hyatt and Robomatsu number one are getting along very well playing oh, definitely. patty cake right They are. It's serene. Monotone like. They're so serene. Robomatsu number two is annoying the shit out of Excel. Mm-hmm. She actually pa- finds the picture of Il Palazzo and begins commenting on. <laughs> was on it Il- patty cake or was it some kind of like. like they were saying uh, patty cake, patty cake. Well, they dubbed it, but I mean, is that what they were really doing in Japan? I... Or is that some kind of like I'm in love sort of thing they do, Josh, expert on Japan? So after Excel uh, gets angry over the fact that Ropamatsu number two is, uh, for some reason, buttering Excel up about uh, Lord Il Palazzo, she threatens to smack her after smacking her. Yeah, it, it was a weird idea. For those of you that did not actually watch the example, here's the example here now. What? Wait, what? Ow! I'm gonna hit you now! <laughs> Why would you do that? That, that, that hurt. I, I felt nothing. Go ahead or I'll hit you. <laughs> oh. Don't tell me that after you hit me. I'll hit you. <laughs> oh. Son of a bitch. All right, all right. Oh, my jaw hurts. So does mine. You deserve it. So do you. <sighs> Going on vacation. Yeah. All the rest of us have to work. I have money. Ouch. <laughs> Did that cool. I'm sorry. I'm not- fucking broke, too. <laughs> I mean, I have a house, but I'm broke. <laughs> This is why you don't have kids, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh yeah, kids not the problem. <laughs> this is why you. This is why you marry a man, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah, that's what we've learned. Fuck. Robot Monster Number One asks if there are any tasks that they can do for the girls, like cleaning, cooking. Yeah. Uh, and she's uh, hinting at Menchi when she says cooking. Excel does point out that they don't have zilch. So there's nothing to clean, and they are currently broke, so they don't have any food to cook. And the Robomatsus decide, hey, we're going to help them out with that. Yes. So the girls and the Robomatsus are walking outside, singing, humming, and walk past Matsuya, who's coming home. Yes, Matsuya, who is, it's really the only view we get of the neighbors, yes. of any of the people associated with the neighbors. Right. Well, it's no, like no. well, we did have a bit where Sumiyoshi explained. Um, oh yes, Sumiyoshi were, did that, wander that by. That the robots, robomatsus were imprinting on the girls. That's right. I forgot he wandered by. Mm-hmm. But Matsuya sees what's going on. Sees that the robomatsus are with the girls. Questions what's happening, and then decides not to get involved. Smart. I will say that of all the characters in this anime, she's probably the most sensible. Cut to. God damn it! I. No, Andrew, you explained the exposition uh, that, that, that Perv Watt is, is uh, going on about. I don't remember the full <clears throat> context of it. Uh, Ring Around the Rosie, talking about changing their personalities? I don't remember. It doesn't matter, honestly. They're programmed to imprint and fall in love with the first living thing that they uh, see yes. to help them develop into the type of woman that they wanted to. Ah, uh, yes. Kabupu is upset that it's been three hours since uh, Shioji said that it would be five minutes to deliver and ship. <laughs> the Robot Matsu, thank you, thank you. Shioji does point out that he shipped them <laughs> three hours and five minutes ago. We cut to Kabupu's mustache falling off. <laughs> oh, Kabu. And we finally cut to Nabashin again. He's a Pokemon, by the way, Kabupu. Kabupu, like, yes, like, he is. He's like, oh, Kabu. Anyway, so we cut, we actually do cut to Nabashin. Mm-hmm. Nabashin's getting a little pissed off that they're 16 episodes in and they don't have an overarching plot. Q... A vision of Pedro stuck in flan pudding. <laughs> Love it. Being carried off by the great will of the macrocosm. Who sums up the entirety of their storyline. Exactly. She's taking him home. 
So that way, he can get revenge on the sexy wife who betrayed him, and the friend Gomez that abandoned him. It's a good story, in theory. Would you just hear it that way? I yeah. mean, you're like, there's an actual thread there. Right. Nabashin sees that it's too soon for Pedro to uh, confront Gomez. It's too soon. Activates the flight Gomez. function on his on his Mitsubibi car, and flies Mitsubibi. off, only to end up crashing into the bay because so, it fell apart. Is that like an initial D reference there or something? Like the high speed like kind of flying through? Maybe. I was... Because the animation suddenly got very precise on the, on the, on on the car. On the, on the car. And it right. felt like something out of like initial D. Probably probably something along one of those race racing anime lines. I honestly was would have hoped that they were making a reference to a joke in the movie Super Troopers about driving off in his $1 million car that would eventually fly away, but Super ah. Troopers came out like three years after this yeah. anime. So what you're saying is Excel Saga was the inspiration for Super Troopers. Well, that that one joke, maybe. No, I think that means that, this, that, that if you like Super Troopers, you have to like Excel Saga, right? I need to hit you. <laughs> I, I'm glad that you asked first before you actually hit me. Ow! Like that. <laughs> Don't make me do that. Son of a bitch. Okay, I'll... Why, did he, why didn't I get well, a warning? Are you... I don't. I don't know. I don't know how severe that is. You got to prove it to me. I don't know if that seems like a severe punishment. Hit him again, please. Just hit him again. I love when he suffers. Hey, we're halfway through. Yes, yes. So we cut to the girls enjoying a really nice dinner, like a five course meal that yeah. you would find at a really great restaurant in a playground. Yeah. God damn it, Shioji! Well, to be fair, uh, as Ropamatsu One will explain, she ran diagnostics on their allergies and realized that a nice meal outside would suit Hyatt, who is constantly sick, much better. Again, shout out to Sawbones. Eating in the fresh air is not necessarily going to cure you. Especially if you're on the the lawn of the White House, and you've got the... What, what is that? The uh, You hear the President's episode? The one where they were talking about uh, that there, there was like a cesspool that like had color oh, yeah, or yeah. dysentery or something in it. Yeah, it was a like big typhoid. Ta- it was typhoid. <laughs> yeah. It was just like a pool of typhoid, and they thought like three presidents died of typhoid because of the White House. Uh, I really hope Typhoid Mary becomes a, a character in an upcoming season of Daredevil. That would be cool, actually. I would be all about that. I'd rather see Echo. Echo would be cool, too, but, I mean... I, don't I always like Typhoid Mary quite a bit. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So, we cut to Excel monologuing about the situation. She's still annoyed with Robomatsu number two, who is plugged into the TV. Yes, there's a TV outdoors. Well, and yeah, they gotta enjoy the, the baseball the, game. Yeah, the onions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We know yeah. that thing hanging off her hair is. Yeah, we now, now we know it's a plug. There you and go. she's actually wondering why Robomatsu number two has got the TV plugged into her head in the first place. Also, if she has allergies, outside's like the worst place to be. Yeah. That is so true. Like, in a park. That is so true. Yeah, yeah. Especially, yeah, especially in a park where there's kids running around kicking up more dust and allergens. I mean, God, the food, too, which is... It's okay. Hyatt gets really drunk in this episode. It's all good. (laughs) So, Excel is watching the baseball... Bill can appreciate that. Excel's watching the baseball game, and her beloved onions are losing. Hyatt concurs. At which point, Robomatsu number one... I like this. This is so good. Get foes. Oh, yeah. She's just gone. She's... They wonder, they're wondering why. I think they make a joke about maybe she needs to go to the bathroom again. Yeah, I'm, I'm another sure. another robot going to the bathroom joke. Mm-hmm. Call back for a couple episodes uh, ago. Call back. And uh, Excel and Hyatt are you know talking about how they're broke and the rent mm-hmm. is due. And Hyatt begins to convulse. And, well, we get a cut to the sun. So either she's having heat stroke or she is so worried about paying the rent she literally dies again. What do you think? Thoughts? Uh, I thought it was an orgasm. Bill? What? <laughs> so, Robot Monster number two does return with a wad of cash. Okay, not maybe not wad. Wait, did we say what happened with Robot Monster number one? Not yet. We haven't shown that yet. Oh, I thought that came first. Robot Monster number two returns with... Okay, I was going to say a wad of cash, but it's more Stacks like on a, stacks on stacks. Yeah! I was going to say a boulder of cash. I just dropped 500 million yen. That's a bit more than 500 million yen. We also cut to an image of the baseball game where we see that the star player is actually Ropamatsu number one hitting home runs. Darn right. I mean, it's... It's a, a callback. Damn right, All it's like, a callback. You know, baseball. Yeah. But, 
anyway, <laughs> Robomatsu number two with a shitload of money. Robomatsu number one, who's obviously impersonating a face. This is not going to end well. No, no, this is an ex- episode of Excel yeah. Saga. So we cut to uh, Koshi Richto being the lead anchor of the JC Staff News, who yeah. informs that a bank has been robbed, where exactly 1.2 billion yen has been robbed out of a bank. Oh. And that there was a pair of young ladies that had done a massive robbery at a local grocery store, and they have linked the two robberies together. We cut to a picture of the grocery store where you see Robomatsu number one and two lugging around a shitload of groceries and Robomatsu number two posing for the camera. Yeah. And... Oh, this doesn't go well. Yes. And look! The cops are here! <laughs> Andrew, uh, yeah. isn't this the romantic Yuri story for the ages that everyone was expecting? Uh, I think so. Yeah. When, I, when I think of romance, I think of my first date, and I'm pretty sure the cops were involved, so... Wow. That's really? almost $12 million. <laughs> Is it really only $12 million? Bill, good, one, good job two, with the calculations. Three. I'm going to count the zeros here. One, two, three. So this shit's going on. Excel's freaking out because the cops are here. Robomatsu number two decides, well... No one's going to get in the way of her loving. So she takes out the cops with a rocket fired from her knee. Yeah. I asked for one of those when I got my hip replaced. What'd they say? They said they don't exist. Dude. Um, I knew they were full of shit. They are full of shit. I have seen people desperate for loving. I have never seen anyone willing to take out a whole slew of cops with a rocket fired from your knee before. Have you? Once. That was a hell of a first date. Wow, man. They wouldn't give me a rocket leg. You know, there's a whole system put in place, you know. There have to be laws and regulations. Not everyone could just, you know, if terrorists could just get their hands on that kind of thing. I mean, I don't know, Second Amendment. I mean, it's it's a whole thing. The right to bear legs. Remind me later. (laughs) (laughs) Bill, I know some burlesque entertainers who'd be happy to demonstrate. Uh, Remind me later to tell you about a podcast idea I had. I'll tell you about that off air. All right. Whoa. It has nothing to do with burlesque, so, by the way. So. <laughs> I clarify, the timing on that was all wrong. So, Hyatt, who's been drinking a lot of wine, decides to, this is a good time to pass out, and um, Excel decides to get full. I thought she died. Yeah, I don't know if she died or she was drinking a lot of wine, and we actually see her spitting out the wine when she faints. Perhaps that was blood. No, it was very purple. It was wine. I, dude, I kept rewatching that scene like three or four times to You're figure out what the purple. fuck it was she was spitting out. <laughs> spit it out, baby. Come on. Come on. Spit it out. Spit it out. Uh, never mind. Hey, I overwatched it again. I'm going to overwatch some more. That was a good two minute break. So. <laughs> That's generous. <laughs> so the girls are fleeing. The cops are chasing. You Remember- squirt, I squirt. You squirt, I squirt. <laughs> <laughs> The cops are fleeing. No, the, girls the girls are, are fleeing. The girls are fleeing. The cops are chasing. Robomatsu number two decides to use laser eyes. It's very effective. I'm... Oh. And takes out a skyscraper as well. It's our second Pokemon reference this episode. I want to get laser eye surgery, too, for that. Uh, that's... N- Bill, mm, I know you. your whole goal in life is to become a robot. That's right. It's not really what laser eye surgery means. Yeah, and nowadays... It's not as good as people once thought it was, also. It's not yeah. really as helpful. You check out a whole a whole precinct of cops with it. <laughs> That's but you see mm, okay, you know, I'm gonna explain that off air as well. Remind me to explain the process of laser eye surgery to you. Go yeah, ahead. That's Josh. a great idea. So we cut to the girls who are uh, holing up in an abandoned building. Yep. Excel begins to ask uh, Hyatt for some help. Hyatt looks very excited and Robomatsu number two bad touches excel into womanhood yeah i was a little confused on that because she she started out like big sister and following her around and like wanting to be like a familial love thing it almost Mm -hmm. seemed like and then we have this out of nowhere for no reason well after the reverse statutory uh we decided i don't think that's true i think it's just still statutory (laughs) is that like anything like reverse cowgirl (laughs) i don't know but i mean as i said it's being perpetuated by a lollybot so it's reverse statutory yeah well the uh if you wipe your mouth after reverse cowgirl oh my god that was the grossest part we didn't (laughs) talk about that oh the fact that she wipes her mouth when she's done romatsu 2 does that is the grossest thing i've seen on this anime so once again, yes, the cops are yelling at Excel and Robomatsu for their antics. Robomatsu number two decides to, well, scold the fascist, uh, Fa- the, uh fascist puppets of fascist the state. Puppet fascist of the puppets state. of the state. Excel 
in an odd turn, mm -hmm. tells Robamatsu not to do that. Yeah. Excel is the one who says not to do that. Yeah. Excel. Well, the... Uh, the champion of chaos. Well, there's a sniper. He uses headshot. <gasps> it's not very effective. No, I was surprised that, about that. I assume this will be yet another death scene of a Robomatsu. Right. be easy enough to do. But it would be. Excel is surprised to find out Robomatsu number two is okay. Notices, finally, the circuitry in her head and flips out when she finds out that Robomatsu number two is, to no one's surprise, a robot. Yeah. Even Robomatsu number two goes... You're just now figuring that out? <laughs> she was just happy she wasn't going to jail like a teacher in Florida. Oh. <laughs> or like one of our Top local of high school teachers a few years back. <laughs> yeah, Robomatsu number two even says, yeah, I'm a robot. No one fires rockets out of their knees. Aww. Ah, sorry, Bill. Even in the world of Excel Saga, so, not real. So, not a real thing. Of Aww. course, while this is going on, Hyatt inevitably dies again. Well, yeah. And we finally get Robomatsu number one. She comes back tackling Excel, and after Hyatt dies, uh, Robomatsu number one returns, barreling down the wall and knocking Excel over, pinning her down, which she comments now that robots are heavy, and Robomatsu decides to sacrifice her energies to resurrect Hyatt. Oh. We cut to Hyatt. Being guided through heaven <laughs> when she's wrapped by wires and hentacled back to life. She is hentacled back to life. So, you know. Commenting as she's plummeting back to earth that now she knows what senior feels like. Uh, yeah. Yay! Yeah. You know, if any character to sacrifice yourself for, the irony in sacrificing yourself for the character who would have come back to life regardless. So the Super SWAT comes in. Yes, Super SWAT. I forgot to mention Ow! that the. No, not that super oh, SWAT. Oh, sorry. sorry. That the chief of police said to uh, bring in the super SWAT after the sniper attempt failed. Of course, there's no such thing as super SWAT, but hey, it's an anime. Yeah, I was right? curious what the hell that even means. Well, it doesn't matter because they unleash a missile barrage upon the building. Excel freaks out over the fact that they're firing missiles at people who are already dying. Yeah. Robomatsu number two becomes inspired by Robomatsu number one's self-sacrifice to bring... Tie it back to life. It's beautiful. Pointlessly. Well, and yeah. decides that, well, she is going to do this sort of thing yes. as well. And rushes out to the missile launcher, meant she's strapped to her back. I want I point this out mm -hmm. because she jumps on the missile launcher. She does. Begins to activate a self-destruct sequence, pretty much. She lights up, she's getting that corona of yep. energy around her. The best part of this entire episode. Excel freaks out. Runs to Robomatsu number two, calls out her name for the first time because she's been calling her Runt and Rapungi, Rapunzel, Ropeburn, <laughs> all sorts of shit, right? Yeah. Robomatsu is finally so happy. Excel is finally referring to her by her full name, and Excel goes, No! Give me back my emergency meat supply! Oh, give me back my menchi! It was, again, going back to my idea that. Excel cares about Menchi. Yes. Right? She does. She loves and cares about Menchi in a really fucked up way. Well, number two gets upset <laughs> that that's the last thing she's going to hear. Explodes. Launches Menchi into the explosion who lands safely into the arms of Excel. Yes. Who's so happy. Yeah. I just want to point out Excel would not be safe if somebody blew up on top of a salvo of missiles. No. That no. would be a big explosion. And that's kill true. Kill everybody. That's true. I mean, it probably would take out that it entire was building in uh, a couple blocks. Block. Yeah, yeah, a couple that's blocks. That's not good. It was yeah. a Samurai Pizza Cat's Lucille moment, is what it was. Ah! Right. Nice. So, we finally cut We cut back to that evening. Cell and Hyatt are at home in their, <laughs> their apartment. <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> they're discussing the events about how interesting everything was and that, well, it would have been all right if the robo-monsters had stayed at the apartment. They were robots. They weren't going to eat anything. That sort of thing. And we mm -hmm. cut to a narrator narrating about how... The Robomatsus are gone. They sacrificed themselves. It was a sad thing until they're walking down the street and, and goes, Wow, wait a minute, they're back alive! Really? People are actually surprised by this? Uh, no, it, it's so caked on and, and yeah. forced there yeah. that and I think it's part of the joke. And they're back in their original attire as they well. They are. So we finally go to our final card. Of course, today's experiment, Take Back Love. <gasps> 
failed. Yep. Uh, and, and that was episode 16, right? Yep, Take Back Love. 16. Bill, we only have 10 left after this. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Let me, let me rephrase that. Bill, I'm sorry. We have 10 left still. Um, we are reaching the, the final, final countdown. countdown. Uh, but before we get there, uh, let's talk about the episode and our thoughts on it in general. Okay. Um, Bill, you started last time. I'll start this time because yeah. I haven't started in a while. Yeah. This was an episode that is definitely higher up on my list. I don't know if I'd make it a top five only because, as we talked about off camera, or off mic rather, that it starts off very slow. Mm-hmm. It takes a while to get into the funny parts. Really, the, the parts where it starts getting good is when we get that sort of exaggerated love story in quotes between Ropenmatsu and Hyatt and Ropenmatsu and Excel. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of really hilarious good hijinks that come out of that. I love the dinner in the park that leads to like the base the crazy baseball scene which leads to uh you know the heist the, yeah, the heist plot that comes out of nowhere <laughs> and blowing up cops and all this really funny shit. Mm-hmm. But aside from that uh the the problem I have is that it starts off really really slow. But it does pick up and I think it does make it into one of my favorite episodes, but maybe not quite top five. Bill, your thoughts? I didn't like this episode. Okay. Um, okay. More so than normal. Okay. Elaborate. Uh, Tell yeah, us why. Yeah, Nothing happened. You say it started slow, but it's a 20-minute show. Mm-hmm. So when you take 15 minutes to get to anything happening, <laughs> nothing happened. The There wasn't a story. There wasn't some subplot where a character mm-hmm. had an arc. It didn't progress the series. It didn't progress the characters because all this love stuff is gone well to argue slightly and again i i i'm re-watching this now kind of along as we're going so i don't know what comes up next off the top of my head but if anything it does establish a relationship a knowledge of each other of excel and hyatt and these characters rope and matsus who are become important there are our integral, integral characters to the plot of the story they meet but the caring about each other no, I mean that that in, that in itself. That's not, all gone. That's okay, but like <clears throat> they didn't really know what they were dealing with, so maybe. And again, I haven't read watched through in a while. Maybe that'll play some importance. I don't believe it does. Okay, I, fair enough. At fair all. enough. Then okay, then you're totally justified. So there. I mean, yeah, there were some gags that were okay, but like I said, it it just didn't further anything. It didn't mean anything. It did. It didn't tell a story. It didn't add to the characters. It didn't add to the plot. Mm-hmm. It's just a throwaway. Okay. I have to be with Andrew on this one, and actually up it. I think it's one of my top five, actually, just for the simple fact that okay, yeah, I I see where Bill is coming from. I see Bill's point of view that yeah, it's not over. It's not pushing an overall plot. What little there is of this series in the first place. We don't see anything come from this in latter episodes outside of maybe the build up for the Pedro confrontation with. There is a little bit of build up there. We, we, That was three seconds. Yeah. Fair. Fair enough. I enjoy the episode, and not even for the simple fact that it's a, a parody of probably something that in this day and age now would be kind of a, uh, I don't want to say taboo, but definitely uncommon lifestyle choice that back in 99 when people looked at at like homosexual relationships it was still kind of it was getting much more accepted but even in 99 it was still a little bit like oh yeah oh yeah Lesbians. you know now nowadays we look at them like okay uh it, it, it's a product of its time and that's kind of nice it's a nice little time capsule mm-hmm. and even the fact that it's a kind of a parody of yuri anime that i don't really watch a whole lot of yuri style anime so I can't say whether or not it's a good parody. I just thought it was a fun episode. It just the the I think the comedy is really good. The the running gags are great. The reused animation uh concept and they even make an in joke about the animation director not cutting corners. Mm-hmm. And we see that with Shioji's uh repeated scene that is, you know, crafted in a way so that you don't see him see his actual lip mm-hmm. flaps. Uh, you see the repeat of in the uh, apartment with the Robomatsus and Excel, the number two bouncing around and mm-hmm. Hyatt and number one mirroring each other, very subdued. That's a great joke. I love the shipping joke, mm-hmm. Con- you know, that they were literally shipping the characters together. It's true. That was great. So overall, I thought the, the episode was a lot of fun. And yeah, nothing overall done, It, but unlike episode number two, where it didn't do a whole lot... 
I still felt like I had a great time watching this episode. It's right. it's it more likely is going to be in my top five, and it's probably going to be number five mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for for the reasons that we've already stated that are flaws to it that, right. that hold it against it. Yeah, but it's a lot of fun. I'm curious to see what Bill thinks of next week's. I mean, you've already watched these, so I mean, you probably have a, an opinion on next week's episode. But I feel like what you disliked about this episode, some of that, uh, some of that gets rectified in this next one because there is a story that is told in this next episode, Animation USA. Right. And, and, and I think story. I think it's a good story, and it's different because it goes outside of just Excel Hyatt, you know, the norm with a cross. So I, I'm kind of really looking forward to talking about that one with you next week. Yeah. Right, and I'll have to see what I think fresh, because mm-hmm. that was part of the binge. That was. So it's it's all sort of emotionally blurred together. Uh, this is one of the episodes that sticks out very vividly yes, in my mind. Yes, and this one will be in my top five for sure. From like, you know, over ten years ago when, yeah. we, when we watched it the first time. Animation USA is, is easily into my top five. Mm-hmm. Um, it may be contender for favorite episode um, alongside Love Puny. Right. I love this next episode, but we'll talk more about that next week, folks. Uh, until then, Bill... You want to take us out? This has been Tuning Japanese, (laughs) a podcast where three guy dudes in their 30s (laughs) talk about anime. I still don't believe what people are shipping, and I'm Bill. (laughs) So true. I'm apparently a fascist puppet of the state, although I do not ascribe to that particular phrase. My name is Andy. (laughs) Well, talk about being wired. And actually, I'm kind of starting to drop off here. I'm glad we're ending. I'm Josh. <laughs> and next week, Animation USA. 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 At least we're not the United Kingdom right now. Yeah. Oh. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. To find out more about the show, visit tuningjapanese.com. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, on Twitter at tuningjapanese, and Tumblr at tuningjapanese.tumblr.com. You can also send us any questions, suggestions, or feedback by emailing the show at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Be sure to also leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Tuning Japanese is a part of the Questionable Endeavor Media Network. Visit questnnetwork.com for more information on our other podcasts in this network, including the Shadow Vane Podcast, Rundown Wrestling Podcast, Raw Attitude Podcast, and the Geek and Gamer Guild.